I really wanted to record this one. Um, it's been on my heart since yesterday. And um, the only way I felt like that I could express it is by recording the video and uploading or recording this audio video or audio and recording it to, I mean, and uploading it to my podcast um, because that's the purpose of me having my own podcast. <laughs> so I have a question and it might come off as a stupid one. It might even come off as a crazy one, but I, I have a question. Um, how does it feel to be somebody's number one? Or how does it feel for someone to choose you? That makes sense. Like, I don't know if y'all know, but I went through a bad breakup last year. I, I, re I really didn't tell too many people about it. Because it kind of destroyed me a little bit. And I only say that because this was somebody that I could have, you know, seen myself spending the rest of my life with. Um, or at least I thought I could. But deep down inside, I knew that, like, he was still in love with someone else. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I knew he loved me. I knew that he was in love with me. But I knew that someone else had his heart. Um, and it kind of confirmed it when he decided to go be with her. And that's like the same thing with my ex-husband. If you go through my podcast, you'll know that on my podcast, I talked about um, how I was married and how my ex-husband stated that he couldn't break his bond with his ex-girlfriend. That's who he kept, you know, having an affair with every year we were married. <laughs> um, and so he couldn't break the bond with her. But then, like, I guess last night, late this morning, or early this morning, not late this morning, early this morning, it started being the triple effect, meaning no one has ever chose me to be the first, like, I've, I've never been anybody's first choice, even down to, like, my mother and my father. So that starts um, it starts doing some some things to me, you know. I'm not trying to cry. <laughs> my purpose is not to come up here and cry about this or my I don't want sympathy. I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. I don't want any pity. This is not a pity party. It's not a pity anything. It's um me working through some stuff, you know? And I guess <clears throat> I don't want anybody's pity. I don't want anybody's sympathy. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking to tell me, explain to me, help me. I guess 
help me understand what it feels like to be somebody's number one choice or to be somebody's first choice or for somebody to put you first. Like, I don't see it. And I'm not even, then when I, when I go into the strength of like my exes, it's not to say, um, that while we were together, they didn't make me feel, well, <laughs> that's, that's something else. I'm just saying like, I wasn't their first choice. I know I wasn't. Like, I wasn't his first choice to be his wife. I know I wasn't. And that's why it didn't work out. <laughs> of course. Um, my ex. The only reason why I was his choice was because he was down here. Because if we were both together up in where he was from, I wouldn't have been his first choice. Um, But he did make me feel like I was, you know, the only woman in the world sometimes. And that was a great feeling. I will give him that. Like, he definitely did that. <laughs> um, but throughout all of that, I believe that's why I have, I guess that's why I haven't been putting myself first. <laughs> Interesting, right? I think that that's probably true. <laughs> that I have not been putting myself first. Um, and I'm so, or I was so busy trying to connect with different folks and different people that I was always trying to put their needs first and their wants first. And, But anyways, back to the subject. Like, what does that feel like? Like, as a woman who has been married before, to a married woman, what does that feel like? Like, to feel like your man, your husband chose you over everybody else. You were his first choice. You know, or he puts you first before himself and anybody else. I don't think people understand what that means. <laughs> I really don't think you understand what that means. And is it possible? That's my other question. Is it possible? Is it really possible? I mean, you see it happen in the movie, but that's movie magic and TV magic. But in real life, does someone... you know, put someone else before them as far as like a man that says, I don't want anybody else. I don't need anybody else. You're all that I need and puts her first in everything that he does. And I mean, vice versa with the woman, because some women are like that too. I, I was one, I will put a guy's needs before mine. Like if you're my man, I feel like it's my obligation to make you happy and make sure that you feel appreciated and you feel wanted and you feel like, you know, feel the love and the loyalty and, you know, like, my baby don't have eyes for nobody else type. <laughs> well, that's my, that's my, that's my question. 
I'm not even going to prolong this because I don't really want to keep talking about some of the stuff that I've been through. Although it helps me get through it. It's like a semi-therapy session. Don't tell my therapist that. <laughs> but I, I believe it gets exhausting, though, especially if you are putting someone before you and it's not uh, being appreciated or it's not being um, noticed, acknowledged. I think that it becomes draining. I know for me, it became exhausting. Excuse me, <laughs> sorry. I got to the point that I saw no purpose in putting someone before me, before my needs. I didn't see a point. Now, the only people now that I will put before me are my kids. But at to a certain point, <laughs> mommy needs come first. Because if mommy doesn't get what she needs, how can she be mentally or emotionally or spiritually or physically capable of making sure that y'all are straight. You know what I mean? So I've gotten to that point because a lot of times when they were younger, I would go into overdrive just to make sure that my kids were straight because I'm all they got. <laughs> like I'm the mama and the daddy. <laughs> so you know, got off topic. I'm getting back on topic. Um, how does it feel? Basically, that's what I want to know. How does that feel? How does that make you feel? I, I don't know what that feels like. And I'm afraid um, at the age of 36 <laughs> that I don't know what that feels like. For somebody to put me first, for me to be somebody's first choice, for somebody to say, you are the one for me. I don't know what that feels like. I feel like that I've been in this cycle of um, building someone up so that they can be great for the next person. I, I, that's what it looks like. When I go back and look at my life and analyze stuff, because I'm trying to get through a certain healing process, you know, um, it looks like I was the, the go-to, the healer, the, I can't even think of the word that I'm looking for, but like <laughs> the person that you go to when you need, I was the doctor. I was, yeah, basically I was here to doctor you up and get you better so that you can go to whoever it is that you need to go to. That's what I feel like I have been doing. That's what I feel like my life has been. Um, <laughs> so if there is a guy that comes into my life and tries to make me feel like that I'm the one or I'm his first choice, I'm not even going to know how to. I don't, I'm not going to know how to receive that. I'm also not going to know if it's genuine or not. That's the other part. <laughs> so, um, I 
don't know, y'all. Like, I believe in love. I believe. I believe in love. I'm filled with love. So I know that, you know, I, I, through all, throughout everything that I've been through, throughout all the stuff that I've been through, <laughs> and I should have been dead several times in my life, um, by my hands or someone else. Like, I'm still here. I'm not a bitter, angry. I should be, but I'm not. Like, I'm not this bitter, angry woman who says all men ain't shit and all women ain't, you know, I, I'm not that woman. I mean, I, I do know that men play games, majority of them, just like women play games. It's the, it's on both sides. Like, and, and I don't feel protected. I don't feel protected. I don't feel, uh, I don't feel protected. I don't feel secured. And that's all I, I really want. Like, I don't care for, I don't care for the material things. I don't care for the fancy stuff. I don't care for the bougie stuff. I don't care for none of that. I just want security. I want to be protected. I want to feel protected because I've never felt protected in my life. I just want security because the only security I know is this damn blanket. <laughs> like, and my kids. My kids are the only consistent thing I've had in my life. And my hair. My dreads. <laughs> I mean, not my dreads, my locks. It's not dreads. I don't know why I said that. But my locks. And my locks. So... I know I'm going off topic, but it's just a range of a lot of things that I just I'm talking about because I guess, like I said, this is a little therapy session. <laughs> um, I guess coming from a female who didn't grow with her father, because when you're a little girl and you grow up with your father, your father makes you feel secure. Your father makes you feel protected. Your father makes you feel loved. When you don't grow up with your father or a father figure that gives you those things, you become this person out here in the world trying to figure out what that feels like, if that makes sense. So for me, I had a little, a little ounce of it, you know, I, I had a little ounce of feeling secured and I had a little ounce of feeling protected. Um, but as soon as shit went the wrong way or shit went sideways, that got snatched away quickly, <laughs> you know, but I, I want to know what that feels like. And I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it feels like to have to share somebody with somebody else. Meaning like, well, my ex, he was, like I said, he was still in love with his ex. My ex-boyfriend was still in love with his baby mother of 17, 18 plus years. So I don't know what it feels like to have somebody truly. And, and again, that's where I get confused at because, or not confused. That's why I'm kind of like baffled about because you can be in love with multiple people 
I know you can love a lot of people. You can love the whole world. Or you can love as many people as you want to love. But to be in love with someone, to desire them, to adore them, I mean, I guess that's possible. I don't know. Um, and I feel like no one is truly like wholeheartedly, totally in love with just one person. I really feel like that. I do. But how does that explain? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, but no, really, honestly, I do feel like that, you know, people can be in love with multiple people, I guess. I just want to get over this. I'm going through my healing process because, again, I'm not an angry, bitter person. I'm just having a hard time believing that someone's going to come into my life and genuinely love me, like, wholeheartedly. Because I'm a broken, damaged person. And even though broken crayons still color, you don't want the broken crayon. You always go for the crayon that's that's not broke first. Unless you need that color. That's what I... <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, they be like, broken crayons still color. Yes, they do. But, bitch, you're not finna go to that broken crayon unless you really need that color. So. <sighs> I was horrible. <laughs> That was horrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Y'all pray for me. I'm going to pray for y'all, too. I'm not looking for love right now. Because I have things to work on within myself. Um, and... I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know what I want and I know what I don't want. And it's not about being picky. It's more so of I'm not in the mood to get my heart broken again. I'm not in the mood to put in a lot of time and energy with someone just for them to be a flock. Like you are not who you say you are type. Like I don't want to be. I want to be. I don't want that. I don't. I don't want that. And right now. It just seems like love is a game of of, of Russian roulette and World War Three. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know, you know. So I'm just working on myself. Um true love. I have to constantly uh work on myself. It's a daily process. Um if you go back to one of my previous podcast you will hear me talking about depression and suicidal it's a it's a battle that I go through it um some days I feel like I'm ready to conquer the world and other days I feel like if I leave this earth no one will miss me and then I think about my kids and so 
they're the only reason why I'm still here. Really. Because I've been through so much. And I'm not the only person that has been through so much. And so, I say that to say... They say that God gives his... <laughs> he gives the battles to his strongest soldiers. And... I don't know what kind of person he made me. But, baby, listen... I've been through so much, like too much, too much to still be standing and I'm 10 toes down, but I'm, you know, whew, boy, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. I swear. If I could, if I could. If I could write a book. <laughs> if I could write a book. And and then, you know, like I said, I'm not the only one that has been through some some things. I, I don't take my trials and tribulations and become a victim with it. I try to learn from it. Which is why I said I'm going through these healing processes. Such as the one that has been bothering me for like two or three days. Like, what does that shit feel like? I'm going back to the question. What does that feel like? What does it feel like for someone to put you first? Because I don't, I, I never, I don't think I ever had that. I don't remember having that. So... It's something to think about. I would appreciate if you guys would leave comments. Tell me what that feels like. Um, describe to me what that feels like. I want to know, like, is it like walking in a bed of sunflowers or something? Like, <laughs> I kind of know what it feels like because in my mind, like I said, I want security. I want to feel secure. I want, I want to feel protected. I want to feel love. I want to feel appreciate it. I want to feel wanted. I do. And if that's what it feels like, then that's the stuff that I want. So I'm going to end this because I could keep talking. <laughs> I do appreciate those that come to my podcast and listen. I do go to other people's podcasts and listen. I'm also looking for guest speakers. Because though it's fun to talk about myself, <laughs> I would really like to hear from other people. Um, I don't mind getting up here bearing my heart. I wear my heart on my sleeve, which is a gift and a curse. Um, so it's something that I shouldn't do, but I do it. I'm very transparent, very open. Um, I don't have anything to hide. I don't... I, when I say I've been through so much shit, like, literally, there's nothing you can say that can hurt my feelings. Um, When it comes down to using anything that I've been through in my life, you can try to use whatever you want against me, but it's not going to hurt my feelings because I've I've learned who I am. Um, Again, I'm going through these these processes. <laughs> 
for a reason. Uh, it's been a year since I've been broken up with my ex-boyfriend. And I guess that's, I guess that's what brought on the feeling of someone putting me first. Never have I ever had someone put me first. Um, and if you go back to one of my episodes from last year, you'll know why I said that because just a little snippet, I'll give you a little snippet. <sighs> okay. So his, his father passed away. He moved to New York. Um, we got a home together, <laughs> got two cars together with our names on it crib you know i mean like and he wanted me to just say f all of this and come up there with no game plan no money no nothing and when i didn't want to move on his beat i became you know all these different you know stuff and then at in the end of it it was he convinced me to be with him and um his pushing his narcissisms <laughs> yes I said narcissisms on me and he became a total different person definitely not the person that I fell in love with and I was just like I get it that you are dealing with the fact that your father passed away because that is some hurtful shit that was your dude That's your, that was like your best friend however like you trying to battle with me and I got kids that I'm not about to just pick up and just take places. And you still in love with your baby mama because she's still in love with you. And I get it. But like, don't. No. So that's a whole nother story. Anyways, um, I went through a couple of episodes with that shit last year and, um, to the point where I wanted to, yeah. So now that I'm over that, it's circling back around because it's the, I'm going to say the anniversary, <laughs> but it's circling back around because it's been a year since we broke up. And that was my dude. I ain't gonna lie. I was so in love. But everything happens for a season. Everything happens for a reason. It might have been our time to separate, go our separate ways. I don't know. I know that with everything that has happened, I could, I wouldn't, I don't want to get back with him. Because it's funny how you say words don't hurt, but baby, it, it ain't about what you said. It's about how you said it. You know what I mean? Like the words hurt. And I'm, I'm like, I can't believe you would say some shit like that to me type. Like I thought we was better than that. Like we've known each other for four or five years. Unseparable every day. And I didn't know you was this type of person. And you you finally said how you truly felt. So. But I, I wish him the best. I wouldn't wish no bad luck on him. 
I'm not going to. Because he was a good man. Like, I ain't gonna lie. That was a good man. To me, he was a good man to me. He may have gave me the bare minimum, but he did better than any other dude I was with at the, or I was, you know, I had been dating or whatever. So, but <laughs> anywho, <laughs> that's over and done with. I have been single for a whole year, working on myself, I have goals in mind, you know, I, I always feel like i have to keep pushing that's it so again thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to my boring ass podcast <laughs> no i'm just playing um thank y'all for listening coming through i hope you leave a comment don't forget to follow me on instagram uh, bring the real podcast i'm also on facebook real life real talk 